Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. My name is Kerry Zarb, and I've been helping business owners just like you go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat for over 20 years. I'll be giving you all the top advice for getting started in your business, but I'll also be speaking with some of the best business minds to inspire you with valuable insights to help you get ahead in your business. If you've ever hit a roadblock or lost your passion, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Biz Nation podcast. I'm Kerry and this is episode 46. Today on the show, we have Dr. Kelly Henry, who is a business consultant coming to us from Dallas in Texas. Dr. Kelly has 20 years of practicing as a chiropractor, and he also now has three years full-time as a business consultant in specializing in customer service. So welcome to the show, Dr. Kelly. Thank you, Carrie. I really appreciate you having me on. Very welcome. It's great that you're here, and it's awesome to connect with people from another country and also dive into all of this awesome business stuff that we can talk about, um, which actually is quite surprising to me because the more people that I speak to in other countries, the principles are the same, like the story and and everything about business uh, for business owners here in Australia and in other countries, it's, you know, pretty, pretty similar. I think that's kind of cool. That is. Awesome. So, Kelly, tell us about yourself. I would love to know your journey. How did you come into this business consulting space, especially the customer service? Absolutely. Well, like you mentioned, I'm a retired chiropractor, practiced for 20 years, and I really built my clinics on the foundation of great customer service. And I kind of backed into that from um, the area I practiced in New Mexico in the United States, uh, the little community we, we lived in, some of the businesses didn't provide the greatest customer service and it just bugged me. And I just decided early on in my clinics that, you know, we're going to do things differently. And I didn't use it as, I wasn't thinking of it as a business ploy or how to grow my business. It was just, we're going to do this differently because I hate how I'm being treated with some of these other businesses. But I obviously started seeing the impact on my patients and how they complimented us and just how they were, you know, referring their friends and family in and then, you know, really piqued my interest. So I just started studying and learning and implementing and putting new things into practice. So that's really what started me on this 20 year journey, journey of learning and, and just understanding great customer service. Um, I've also been coached for years business coaches, personal coaches for a long time, since I think 2003. So almost 20 years worth of coaches that I've had. And and I've seen the impact on that side of things on my business and me personally. So when I retired in 2018 from chiropractic, I knew the, again, the impact of great customer service and and wanted to uh, speak that and get that word out to business owners. Uh, and obviously I knew the impact of coaching. So I just meshed the two together and, and here I am with uh, uh, my coaching and consulting business. Awesome. So if I understand this correctly, just to summarize, so you had the chiropractic uh, clinic, 
you also as a consumer have had those bad customer service experiences <laughs> as we've all had there's some pearlers out there and then you've implemented your systems and processes and your strategy behind awesome customer service into the clinic and then retired as a chiropractor and then run with how can I help others is, is that the summary that pretty much sums it up right there. Yes. Yay, that's great. I love it. And you know what? It really, it speaks a lot to me that you've actually done this in your business. So you've seen the transformation yourself, you know, and, and you've been on the business journey. You know, we've, many of us have been in, in business or evolved our businesses over many years. So the fact that you've been able to actually do that in your business, see that direct result and the impact that it has not only for you yourself, because I think, you know, one of the things that we forget about in business, it's great that we can serve our patients, clients, customers, whatever that might be, but also as ourself, you know, how we feel about how we're turning up and, and what we're giving to others. I just think that that's such a powerful space and, and hats off to you. This sounds awesome. Uh, well, so thank let, you. Let's unpack it a little bit more. I want to go behind yeah. the scenes for a second. Who is... Dr. Kelly Henry, what are your, what are your, what's ingrained in you, you know, take me back to your childhood and, and how you grew up and, and where all of this passion has come from. Um, boy, that's a great question. So do, you, do we have enough time to go back that far? So. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll just get the little summary of that. <laughs> well, what, what ultimately focused me on being a chiropractor was when I was in high school, I played baseball and I was a pitcher and, uh, through the first season, I got to the point where I couldn't hardly throw a ball. My arm hurt so bad after I just threw a few pitches and uh, went to the medical route and, and nothing was really figured out. They couldn't find anything structurally wrong. And so my, my mom, who had just, uh, been a chiropractic patient forever, decided, you know, let's go check it, but, you know, let the chiropractor check you out. And sure enough, I had some nerve problem in my neck and got that resolved and I've never had a problem since. So that piqued my interest into, hey, there's something about this uh, chiropractic thing. And we also had a family friend that was a chiropractor that sure uh, that helped things as well. And uh, to be honest with you, you know, obviously I liked having my arm fixed, but uh, the family friend who was a chiropractor was kind of living the high life with the, you know, the house on the lake and the boat and the snowmobiles and all the, uh, all the toys, so to speak. So <laughs> I'm like, well, that, that, that might be all right to uh, make some money like that. So um so, you know, it was kind of a, I didn't go in with the mentality that I was going to serve people. Um, I went in that I, you know, I was going to serve myself. Once I got into, uh, into chiropractic school and, and graduated, moved to Arizona, actually, and started my first practice. And I, I, I failed miserably. Mm -hmm. um, I thought because I had a doctor in front of my name that all I could do is put up my diploma and people would flock to me and just uh, obviously that didn't happen. Uh, fortunately, I, I was mentored by a couple of great chiropractors that had been in practice for years that really helped me learn a lot about business. I had no clue of what to do on the business side of things and how to run a practice and how to market and, and all those all those things that you really need to need to know. It's one thing to be a clinician. Yeah. But it's another thing you have to you have to have a business sense and be a businessman too and, and really have a balance of those two and they really helped me out. So I was I was able to uh, take that information and move to New Mexico where I bought a practice near where my wife lived and that's where I mentioned earlier that uh, customer service wasn't great in that town and and that's what really piqued my interest into customer service. But that's what really 
helped me develop into and, and get that mindset of, you know, and I'm here to serve these patients. Um, it's not about me growing this business and making a ton of money. My first and focus and the focus that I need to have constantly and really be relentless with it is I'm here for these patients. I'm here to serve them, make them feel valued, help them be healthier. And as a result of that, you know, I, am going to be blessed out of that. And I, you know, I can grow my clinics and, and make some money, but, um, it can't be the other way around where I'm trying to serve myself first. No, I had to serve my patients first. And so I really grasped onto that idea and have held that, um, you know, throughout my chiropractic career and certainly now into my, my consulting career that I'm here to serve my clients, my patients, the customers, whoever I'm dealing with and moving forward with uh, whatever I'm doing. Yes. And something you said there just really hit a note with me. So when you first started and you opened the practice or, or the clinic, as you call it, and it didn't work, you know, the, the message, I guess your why wasn't right. And you probably turned up in a, in a very different fashion to, to what you did later on and, and what you're doing now. Like it's, it's just a completely different, uh, you know, kind of zone that you're in. So my question to you, uh, Kelly, is if you had the option to go back and redo that time, would you redo it or would you keep it and, and kind of embrace that that was your journey? I am of the belief that, I, I wouldn't want to change it. Yeah. That, that was my journey. And that allowed me to get to where I could be more successful. Yeah. It was, to be honest with you, it was a painful time. I had a, my, you know, I was married and had my, my first child at the time. Uh, we were barely scraping by, you know, there was times where we had to rely on, on family to help us pay for things. Um, it was humbling. Um, but I did learn a lot and it really gave me a foundation and not realizing it until later on, once I was more successful and was making money, um, it made me appreciate that success even that much more. Yeah. Um, that I had been kind of in the the depths of things where you know it was it was pretty it was kind of a great time for us. Yeah. Um, but again, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and change it because I know it helped me get to uh, where I am today. Yeah, definitely. And, and I'm the same. I, you know, it's great to have though that past and those memories. And, you know, we have to look back at those times sometimes and do a little bit of self-reflection. And I think you're right. It, it's all about, you know, creating the person that we are now and, and having those experiences because, you know, kind of just a, a quick kind of dive into that, that if, you know, if you were given all these things in your life and you didn't struggle and you didn't have those roadblocks, those hurdles, those challenges to overcome, it's just not going to be the same, is it? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. And it's part of my philosophy that I really developed out of that time moving into when I moved to New Mexico and, and bought the clinic and started making a little bit of money was just having the philosophy of, it's not if I'm going to be successful, it's when. Yeah. So yeah, I went through that terrible time in Arizona, but I, I never lost that if it's always when, what do I need to do? You know, what do I need to learn? Who do I need to get with? What do I, where do I need to move? Whatever the case may be to go ahead and move forward and push towards my goals. Um, and, it, you know, it helped me strengthen that I could, I could survive a time that was pretty, pretty tough. Um, but never gave up and just kept pushing towards um, the success that I always knew I could achieve. Yeah, exactly. All right. So we're going to dive into some other juicy things now. I want to unpack this space with you. So there's this um, 
like when you started your journey in this focus space of customer service, what, like I'm talking about when you retired and then you became this, this amazing kind of, you know, consultant and really business coach for customer service to help others in their business. What did you see? What was, what was your vision on this? Did you have a bit of a goal in mind? Where was this going to go? Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a goals guy, so I always have goals and uh, that help me course along the way and just stay focused on that. More importantly, the action to get to those goals. So that's that's the key component there. But yeah, I had goals and I knew where I wanted to go with this. Um, I also just knew there was a need. Um, you know, here in the United States, it's just customer service is, is gone by the wayside. You know, there's a few businesses that are just the pillar of customer service. And then basically it's just, you know, there's really no middle ground. It's either there's a few that are really good and then everybody else is maybe average and then just terrible at best. And so I just wanted to fill that void. What's interesting though, and and it it took me a while to figure out is that a lot of businesses don't realize that. And Mm. so they don't realize that they're not performing great in the customer service realm, but they have pieces of great customer service, but as a whole, they really don't, but they take those pieces to, to help them or to kind of cause a delusion that yes, they do provide customer service, a great customer service. The problem is when you, when you aren't providing great customer service, you're losing patients, clients, customers, when you're losing those people, you're losing profits. Mm. And so I, my coaching, my consulting is to help businesses understand how important customer service is from a business standpoint to help them grow and profit because it's going to enhance everything else in the business, but also to understand treating people and and making them feel valued and important and how that ripples out from your business into the world. When you put a smile on somebody's face, when you make them feel important, when you do things right for them, that makes the world a better place. Yeah. Um, And so that's the other reason that I've moved into this space, you know, just to just to shine a light on this and and really make not only businesses better, but just make the world around us a better place when we're treating people and, and value them like we should. Yeah. And let's dive into the business side behind the scenes for a second, because something that I, I hear a lot and it's kind of common knowledge as a business owner is it takes so much more money, time, effort, and energy to obtain a new customer as opposed to retaining your existing customers. And I think that's a, a really key point that a lot of business owners don't, they, they might know it, you know, I think it is a quite common knowledge, but they probably, it's not in the forefront of their mind. I think sometimes it, it gets lost in all the noise. Um is it, do you agree, Kelly? Is this absolutely? Yeah, you, you must have read my book. Because <laughs> I speak on that, but you, you are so right. It's it's five to twenty five times more expensive to acquire new customers than to just take care of the customers that have that have already experienced or bought from you. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you just look at the raw numbers of that, I mean, that, that's an incredible amount of money that you could save just by focusing on keeping customers in your businesses. And that's, you know, the, the purpose of a business, just very, very simplistic, you know, any business, You're, you want to get customers, obviously, you need to do some marketing and, and, and you don't have to sell the people on the front end of things, but you also have to keep those customers. So yeah. get customers, keep customers, and then make a profit. 
but so many businesses miss that middle part, like we we're just talking that keeping the customers. But that's where the exponential growth and profit comes from when you keep those customers. Because those customers that are staying with you and are loyal to you and you have a relationship, they're much easier to sell to on their second sell. Yep. They're, they're 60 to 70 times more likely to buy from you than trying to get the new customer, which is only five to 20 times likely to buy from you. So the economics of it are just incredible. Yeah. If you just focus on retaining customers. Yeah. And to take that just a, a little lever, level deeper is you do that by providing better customer service and creating those that loyalty and relationships. Mm. And it's not that hard. That's what I preach. That's what my consulting and coaching is about. You know, businesses want to make it hard. It's too time consuming. It's going to take too much training. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It's doing some simple, easy, actionable items, principles and rules, put those in place, but doing them consistently. And that, that will create major results. Mm, definitely. And the other thing that comes to my mind in this topic is not only that retention of, of customers, you know, keeping, keeping our existing customers and, and, you know, creating either an experience or whether you're selling a product, you're obviously, you know, in the product space, you want to provide an exceptional product um, to, a, to a customer. But also, I've found in my years in business, they become your best supporters. They're out there singing your song. You know, they're telling their friends they're at a barbecue or they're over dinner at a restaurant and they want to then share those experiences. And, you know, there's different customers in the world. Some of them don't, you know, are not so vocal. Um, but they're the ones that I think quietly behind the scenes are giving us reviews online, you know, sharing the message. They're still a supporter, just on a different level. And I think, again, that brings such good value to a business to retain those loyal customers and have you know, they become family. Let's be honest. Like a lot of customers can easily feel like a family member. My my philosophy and my practices and, and really my mission statement, and then this is the mission statement that I, I recommend all my clients uh, take on, is we want to be the best part of the patient's day, the client's, the customer's day. We want to be the best part of their day. We want to be the shining light form. We want to be the breath of fresh air. Mm. Um, and it doesn't matter how they come into us, if they're upset, if they've had a bad day, if they're angry, it doesn't matter. We want to put a smile on their face. We want them to feel important and valued when they come in here. We want them leaving better than they come in. Um, mm. And that's what creates those relationships. That's what gives that family feel. That's what, yeah, I don't want to go to the chiropractor, but I just love going in there because they put a smile on my face and that, you know, they make me feel like I'm the, you know, the queen of England, you know, they make me feel like a rock star when I walk in there. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to go in yeah. and I, you know, I had a lot of elderly patients that I took care of a lot of, um, widowed women. And, uh, you know, I, that was my goal to put a smile on their face, tell them they look pretty, give them a, give them a little hug. And I swear, you know, a lot of them didn't come in there for the adjustment could care less. All they wanted <laughs> to hear was, you know, me, give them a, you know, give them a compliment and, and give them a hug. And, you know, they are isolated in their houses, but they knew they were going to, they were going to have a, a good time and feel important in my office. So yeah. that, that just goes a long way in the world. Like I mentioned earlier on where as they leave, leave your business, Again, that, that makes the world a better place. It does. Um, it, it, it doesn't does. just build your business. You That ripples out from your business into other people's lives. Yeah, that's gold. I love that. That is, that is just awesome, awesome. 
You're listening to the Biz Nation podcast. I would love to connect with you outside of the podcast and you can find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn by searching my name, Kerry Zarb, or directly on my website under, you guessed it, kerryzarb.club. And don't forget, if you need more support in your business, you can also find me on Facebook under Micro and Small Business Support Group. Now, Kelly, tell me, I've got I've got a bit of an idea on this myself, and and it's kind of you know not anything pre-rehearsed or anything like that. What is your definition of exceptional customer service? You bet. It is a relentless focus on a customer or patient client. It's a relentless focus on that person each and every time they interact with your business to make that person feel their best when they're dealing with you. So relentless focus on them, making them feel their best each and every time they're interacting with your business. That is exceptional customer service at its core. Yeah. Where does it start? Where, where well, does, where's it, the beginning? Well, it, it's got to start as a... It's got to be a culture. It's got to be a foundation principle. It's got to be a philosophy. It can't be a bulletin board sign that's there for two weeks or, you know, the, you know, the, the week long, this is what we're going to focus on and then move to the next shiny object. Yeah. This is something that has to be a core piece of the business, a foundation piece Mm -hmm. um, for it to really take root and, and be effective. But Great customer service enhances everything else that goes on in a business. It'll help your your marketing. It'll help your sales. It'll help your employees. It'll help your human resources. It'll help whatever you it is going on in your business is going to help it when you are when you have that culture inside the business. So that's where it starts. It's got to be a foundation principle, and from the hierarchy of a business, it has to start from the top down. So the owners the managers, it has to start with them and how they treat the employees and and on down from there. It can't start at the employee level and be taught to the employee level. In fact, in my, my consulting, I won't, I won't just work with the employees. I will coach the owners or the upper managers first because I want them to lay the foundation and then they can teach those below them, but it's got to start at the top and work down. Definitely. And, and you, you, you've mentioned it a couple of times, culture. You know, this is this needs to be ingrained. It needs to be almost like a religion of its own in a business that I think, as you said, you know, the business owner starting from the top, it has to be believed. Like they need to be invested in this space. You, it, like you said, you know, you pop it on on the notice board or you, you know, draft out a memo to, to all the staff saying this week we're going to do awesome things. We're going to improve our customer service by 200%, you know. That's great, you know, that like you said, that's – but. It, it just doesn't rain through. We know that that gets picked up and dropped and, and it's there one moment, gone the next, and everybody forgets about it because we've moved on to another, you know, challenge or, or topic in our business or whatever for everyone to embrace. So it really needs to be the religion of the business, the culture of the business. It has to be believed. Like you've got to be passionate about it. I think a lot of business owners want to. They actually want to embrace that and want to be like that. They'll go somewhere else as a consumer and go, oh, my God, that was awesome. Oh, I'm going to bring that into my business. Like, that was so cool. And 
but then they've got to take that action. Then they've actually got to make that happen and truly remember that experience and feel it and then, you know, quantify that into their businesses to what that's going to look like because, you know, all businesses are different in in different industries and, and that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I think... From a customer experience point of view, from from what I've seen and, and felt myself, it's it's a feeling. It's a it's a really deep passion. Like it's got to got to come through. Yeah, awesome. And that's you know a lot of businesses will speak that they have great customer service. Oh yeah, we provide great customer service. In general, what I've seen, those are the businesses that really don't provide great customer service. If you have great customer service, you don't have to you don't have to say a word about it. That's right. Your customers, your patients, your clients, they'll feel it. Yeah. They'll understand yeah. it. They'll, they'll know it's happening because of, because of all the little details that are being taken care of in the customer service realm. Yeah. And I think it really brings in this, this element of going above and beyond. Like it's not, you know, you, again, you want to create this experience, but it's everything. It's every touch point that a customer, client, you know, patient would have with a business and, and its and its team, or even if it's just, you know, the solopreneurs of the world that are, you know, providing a, a, a freelancing service, it's all the touch points, you know, it's got to resonate through in your marketing messaging. Like you said, you don't say that you provide that, but it, it shows, it shines, you know, it, it, there's, there's, you know, this aspect to your marketing of genuine kind of space and, and being raw and authentic in your marketing, I think can, can help us show that we are genuinely all about our, our clients and customers. Um, but yeah, all the touch points, you know, whether it's when the receptionist answers the phone, you know, when, whether it's an email, the tone of an email, emails just blow my mind. Typing blows my mind. It's just, you know, I'm a podcaster. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vocal person. Um, but emails, there is actually a way to sound genuine and bring some tone into an email, you know, and, and just looking at all of these processes in our business and what impact they will have on the customer and the experience yeah you've got to dive deep into this there's a lot yeah there is there's a lot a lot there's a lot of layers but it's simple actions that you apply to those layers that's the key so again it's simple stuff it's this is not difficult stuff to do it's just making that commitment deciding we're going to have a culture of great customer service and then putting these simple actions into play and you know i love that you touched on you know email and and the tone of an email and so many businesses are using text messages too as reminders yeah. or for surveys. Again, putting some, some niceties in, in those, uh, in those texts, it's so simple and easy to do, mm-hmm. but you're adding value. You're, 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 you're showing respect to somebody when you, when you put those things in an email or a text message. So again, it's, it's, this isn't mind blowing stuff. Um, but it's just stuff when done consistently, sets a different tone and, and gives a different perception to the consumer who's doing business with you. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to turn this around for a second, Kelly. I, I want to, I want, I want your opinion on this. Okay. Where does it go wrong? So from a business and they want to provide exceptional customer service, where does it go wrong? Where does it break down? Consistency, just not being consistent with it. And that's, that, that's a killer for a customer service because a consumer, a customer will only remember the negative, unfortunately. Um, 
And the statistic is it takes, a, it takes 12 positive inter- interactions to make up for a bad interaction. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is you probably won't get another 12 chances to make up for the bad interaction if yeah. it's bad enough. That consumer's gone. They've gone to your competitor never to, to look back, never to come back again. So it's, it's that critical. You just have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And that's anything in life. It's not just customer service. It's everything. Your product has to be consistent. Your service has to be consistent. The customer service aspects of things have to be consistent. But the problem with customer service is you could have a great product or service and it's, it's outstanding. But if your customer service is wavering and, and consistent, it, you know, it's great one day and bad the other day, it, it's going to take away from your business. So you have to be so, so careful for that. Uh, from that aspect of things. So consistency is really the key. A lot of businesses practice reactive customer service too, um, as opposed to proactive. So, so proactive is we're here to take care of our customers and be the best part of their day, no matter what else is going on in the world. I don't care if it's Monday morning. I don't care if the sun is shining or it's raining, or if I had a bad weekend or if my kid's sick, it doesn't matter. That all has to be pushed to the back of my mind. I'm here for you. I'm going to put a smile on your face. Reactive is obviously just the opposite where uh, it's Monday morning. I don't feel like putting a smile on my face. Or let's say the customer comes in and they're upset or they're not in the best of mood. Well, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to play to their level then. I'm not going to try to make them happy because they're, you know, they're all upset. Um, And again, that, that really goes back to consistency. It's going to take away from the consistency. Proactive is, it doesn't matter what's going on or what the customer comes in like. We're here to serve you. We're going to, we're going to make you feel valued and special and be the best part of your day. Mm, yeah, so true. And you're right. It's hard as you know, business owners, employees, our team, all this kind of stuff. It's really, really hard to, you know, keep our vibe alive, you know, stay, stay present in, in our space because we all, all humans, you know, things are going on behind the scenes that, you know, you've had a, you know, a, a fight with your partner the night before, or you got up on the wrong side of bed, or there was, you know, the coffee didn't taste right. Like there's all these little things that come into the world in, in as us as humans, but for the customer as well, you know, they just couldn't find a car park they went around the block 50 million times and they couldn't find a car park they had to park you know three blocks away and and then walk in the rain or or, or whatever you know like all that stuff happens and it's exactly that how we take those moments whether it's from ourselves or from what you know how they walk into our business or you know present to us and what what tone or, or, or kind of mood that they're in remember we can turn it around for ourselves as well as them and and that's like so powerful like it really is and and we've got to have that that mindset it it is a mindset and like we've said throughout the the show you know truly feeling this space being passionate about this delivery but like you said before it starts at the top and it works its way down so the business owner needs to be invested they need to want this in their business and this to be how their business is known and and how they're known and how they feel as a person but also then they've got to send that message down the line you know they've got to train their managers you know and then they've got to their managers have to train their staff so 
is is do you see that as a really big hurdle like we've got we've got a new generation coming through what feels like every five minutes let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) i can't even keep up with the letters anymore i don't know uh, is there a z i don't even know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so so what do you see kelly in this space when you're implementing these processes and 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 systems for people to to follow and, and honestly just having a good discussion with these people and really consulting with them about how they can make these changes do you see that it hits that top level it hits the managers and then something goes wrong is that common um to some extent yes and that's that's something that we address immediately um is we're going to uh, owners managers yeah we're gonna we're gonna train them but then they have to look at their employees different and they have to treat their employees as good, if not better, than they want the employees to treat the customers. Yeah. Um, so those employees have to feel valued. They have to feel like they're part of a team, like a, they have a bigger cause. And when that happens, it almost becomes natural for them to start providing better customer service mm-hmm. because they feel like the customer is going to feel. Um, so that has to be taken care of. And, and pointing fingers at me, and this is something I missed for, for a while in my chiropractic offices where I, I got the mindset of my employees were liabilities and all I was there to do was correct them when they were wrong and because they were just there to do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And that went on for a while. And one of my coaches called me on it and he, you know, he's like, listen, your employees are assets. You need to treat them like assets. You need to focus on all the good they're doing, the 95% of the stuff they're doing right for your business and start focusing on that and commenting on that and reinforcing that. Um, And that's where a lot of businesses are. It's, you know, it's that rift between the managers and the employees and, and there's no respect either way. And, but yet, you know, Hey, I want you to do this, this, and this. So we treat our customers well. Well, that's, you know, it's virtually impossible to do that and do that on a consistent basis, providing great customer service when those employees don't feel valued. They just mm. feel like they're, you know, they're just a, just a number in the business. So yeah. that is a huge component that needs to be taken care of very quickly. Otherwise it undermines everything else that uh, you may want to put into place. Yeah. And that feels to me like it's step one, you know, what is your business? What, and you said it before, what is the culture of your business? Because, and again, like I'll come back to the family feel because that I grew up in, in small business and I understand this, this tight family kind of feeling business and, you know, resonating that through to the customer was just always, you, you knew them by first name, you knew what their pet's name was, you know, like all these little things that we can, that a lot of businesses just don't tap into, you know, if someone comes in, they, you know, whatever service or, or whatever they're, you know, there for, that it's a transaction. It's it's a transaction and, a and then, yeah. They're a number, it's a sale, it's a transaction. Yeah, There's no exactly. Relationship. And it's it's horrible. It's really, really bad. Unfortunately, it exists. And and I love that you're here with this message and, and want to change that in, in as many places as you can because it's needed. You know, we've got to go back. Look at look at these COVID times. Like it's one thing that comes to mind in this space for me, and I think this is very real in the in the world as, as we know it now. So here in Australia, we flipped over to a lot of online deliveries as everywhere in the world would be doing or has done or still doing, whatever the case may be. 
And it's quite interesting that you, I love technology. I buy computer bits and pieces and toys and things like, oh, there's a button for that. Oh, I need that button. You know, like I can't help myself. That is my, that is my space. And, and it's amazing that when you place an order online and it's a transaction, you know, you know, it's a transaction. That's okay. There's nothing personal about it. You're pressing buttons on a computer. That's okay. But you just want that, that toy. So you press that button, you, you make the payment and all this kind of stuff. And you automatically get this confirmation that you, you know, we've received your order and blah, blah, blah. So that starts for me, starts to become a bit more, there's a bit more personal kind of touch to it. Once you've got that confirmation, I do not close that screen until I've got that confirmation because I want to make sure that it went through. I want that toy, you know. And I'm just laughing because I do the same thing. So exactly, <laughs> right? It, it, good. I'm not unusual. Good. Um, but where I find it gets interesting is that point from when you press that button to when you get that delivery. And this is where for product sales and those on the online space is there, here it just went crazy. I'm sure it did everywhere and still, still is. You press the button, you get the confirmation, you paid the money, you're excited about your toy, and then you've got to wait. And you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. But what a lot of people, and it, and it gets quite emotional because you want that toy, you know what, you want it yesterday, you paid express, you know, you want this express <laughs> delivery. You want it on your doorstep tomorrow. The biggest thing, Kelly, can I tell you, and I'm not sure what's happening in America throughout all of this pandemic, I have not kept up with it. So many businesses here literally shut down their phone lines. You could not speak to a human. You could only communicate by a keyboard. Is is that is that what you guys are seeing as well? Partly true here, yes. So, um, which it drives me nuts because I I personally love to I just like to have that confirmation of speaking with somebody than trying to do something through uh, through the internet. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of people have done that. But the there, there's a couple of key components that you touched on with through what you just spoke of the shutting the phone lines down I, I can i can understand why they would do that but you're you're kind of disabling a segment of your of your business mm. um by doing that and that's that's a no-no as far as customer service you want your business to be more convenient not less convenient to do business with yeah so when you shut down the phone line or you you know you don't take a certain kind of payment or whatever they whatever the aspect may be um, that, that's going to be an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to have problems with that. So you want to be more convenient. Another aspect, and you, again, you touched on it, is being faster. Faster with sending the confirmation email. Faster with sending the tracking email. Um, those type of things. Um, speed is of the essence. <laughs> Whether you're a brick or mortar business or an online business, speed is of the essence because, you know, I'm just like you. I want that confirmation number like or email like that. I want that toy on my doorstep tomorrow. Um, and if it's not, I want to know where it's at and why it's not here. So speed is of the essence. And then the other thing is when there is a boo-boo, when there is a problem and it happens, you know, human nature, things happen. We all know that customers know that if you'll handle it appropriately, if you'll handle it in a way that will, again, show value to the customer, not play the blame game, not push it off on the courier, but own up to a mistake or own up to an issue, apologize, let that customer know, hey, we're going to take care of this and remedy it right now. Maybe give them a discount or whatever that's appropriate. But when you take care of it in an appropriate manner, that adds to another 
that that pushes that customer to a higher level of loyalty to your business yeah. when you take care of problems. So um, again, that's that's I call it my my three F formula for better customer service. Mm. So if, if the listeners want to take something some some meat home, be faster in your business. You know, look at those areas where maybe you're bottlenecked or where you're not as convenient. Figure those places out. Be able to fix problems or what we call service recovery, but fix problems appropriately and quickly. And then also up your friendliness in whatever manner you can. So whether it's email or text or face-to-face or on the phone, be friendlier. Always be friendlier. Great customer service starts and ends with being friendly. Awesome. Love it. And and that was perfect, Kelly. That's exactly what I was going to ask next. What were the key takeaways from today's episode? You, you don't need me. I don't, you know, you could just do this all by yourself. You set this up for me. That's all you did. <laughs> you set it up without asking questions. Yeah, no, nah, super cool. Love it. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this chat. This has been, you know, it's in my wheelhouse. I'm passionate about customer service and I want others to be as well. So um, hats off to you, Kelly, for, for bringing this to the show today and, and helping the listeners, you know, tap in. There, there, a lot of people are thinking about this and there's a lot going on in this space throughout this pandemic and people want to, you know, come out of the pandemic and make a change. And there's a lot of change going on in business. A lot of businesses are pivoting and, and changing up their spaces. People are really, like, I feel like every month now there's a New Year's resolution. Like, it's almost like that's, that's right. what's happening in the world because people want to come together. And I think that it's great. You know, these, there's so many more supportive networks available. And, um, yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Carrie. I appreciate you allowing me to be on your fantastic show. Awesome. And before we go, I almost forgot, where do we find you? The easiest way to find me is on my website, drkellyhenry.com. So that's just D-R-K-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-R-Y.com. You can find out about me. Uh, There's links to my book, uh, Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service. It's uh, basically just a customer service manual. Very easy read, very simple read, short read, about 150 pages long, um, that has principles, rules, and actions that are very simple that a business can take hold of right away, almost implement them immediately, take with them, and start changing the, the culture of their business for the better. So again, define and deliver exceptional customer service. And again, those link will take you to a soft copy, a hard copy, a digital copy, or for those who like to listen to books, an audible copy. So I just want to put that out there. Awesome. Uh, my website also has my my programs if you want to take a look at those and what I do as far as those are concerned. And then also it has a link to if you'd like to set up a call and talk with me about your business and and uh, if I can help you out. So drkellyhenry.com. Awesome. I'm going to pop all of those links into the show notes for the listeners. Guys, highly encourage you to check out Kelly. This is an awesome space. Now's the time. If you want to make the change of customer service in your business, there's no better time. So it's time to take action. It's time to take those steps. And I just think, yeah, 100% head over to Dr. Kelly and, and check it out. Connect, ask the questions, find out what resources are available. The book sounds incredible. I'm excited. I'm heading over to listen to it on audio because I don't have time to read, but I certainly have time to listen while I'm driving or, or doing, you know, some housework. So that's fantastic. Uh, just to wrap up today's show, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it so much. Uh, a massive, you know, hats off and thank you to Dr. Kelly for coming onto the show and sharing this 
awesome, awesome topic with us today. And if you haven't already joined us on Facebook, don't forget that we've got the Facebook group. It's Micro and Small Business Support Group on Facebook. Everyone is welcome. It's a global community and we have fantastic discussions in amongst everyone that's on board. And certainly if you've got questions in your business, reach out. I hang out there and spend a lot of time in that group. So it'd be great to see you there. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast. It was lovely to share this episode with you. Remember to subscribe to catch all future episodes and I'd also very much love it if you'd leave me a rating or a review. Until next time, remember that you can also go from headache to heaven in a heartbeat.